Um, <laughs> welcome to the Twisted Villain Podcast. We have today a special guest, Pup. Hi. Hey, Pup. So let's start it off. Let's start it off. Okay, let's start it off. Um, what was your first name that you went by in the lifestyle? Um, just my actual name. Like I didn't have anything like fancy or like I didn't come up with anything. It was just my actual name. Okay. And then when did you decide to do Pixel Pup? Um, when I finally figured out what kind of pet I would decide to be. And it kind of just worked. Like I was already like obsessed with pixels and stuff since I do art sometimes. And then I chose Puppy. So Pixel Pup. Okay. Okay. Um, how long have you been in a lifestyle? About seven years now. All right. Well, what drew you to the lifestyle? Oh, wow. Um, well, <laughs> a little while ago when I, I was doing all these like activities that was like, um, basically me discovering that I was a little, and I basically found out that there's a name for all the stuff that I was doing, my behavior, whatever. I thought I was weird or, you know, different, the only one. Then I found out through the internet, of course, that there's a name for all this. And then one thing led to another and so on, so on. So. Um, how, do you, how do you identify sexually? Are you heterosexual, heteroflexible, pansexual? Uh, bisexual well I'm bisexual so yeah <laughs> that's okay. pretty much it so being that you're black and I'm black um how do how do you, <laughs> how do some of your partners take it when you're like hey I'm into this how do they take it um well for like the first few people you know I kind of just try to you know hint <laughs> at some things. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. And they, yeah, they was just like, oh my God, like, what is that? Like, that is so weird, basically. They wasn't feeling it. And some of them was kind of curious about it. And so then I had, you know, tried to educate them. I recommended they do some of their own, like studying or whatever about it. And some of them was down with it or whatever. <laughs> And that was kind of cool, actually. But so most of the time, they, the like, I guess the vanilla was not. And it was, like, really weird. So can we say that pub has turned a couple of vanillas out? Oh! <laughs> I mean, shoot, if that's what he was to say. Yeah, basically, sometimes, so occasionally. Yeah, you, you, you heard the fella, she turned y'all out. Y'all better be on your A game. So, Okay. <laughs> Do you prefer having black doms or owners or does it matter? Does race really matter? I would prefer them to be like very black, you know, like me, just because of, um, you know, like I want to be able to relate. Like we both like this, this thing, this taboo thing that's considered, you know, strange and unusual. And then there's somebody I can relate to, but you know, it's usually like always like labeled with someone who's like not black or they're like, you know, so I prefer for them to be black, but I mean, if they're like anything else, then sure, why not? I know being black, we've experienced some kink shame. And how do you handle when you were kink shame for liking what you like? I just be like, um, if that's not 
like what you with or whatever, then that's all right. It's whatever. You know, everybody ain't gonna like all that, you know. Everybody ain't gonna agree to everything or, you know. So I'm just like, sure, whatever. And I just kind of shut up. Because <laughs> I'm like, they ain't with it. I ain't about to just take it with it. Okay. If they so, curious, they can ask. Okay. So would you prefer a uh, dom or an owner? And wait, before you answer that, let me, I want you to explain the difference between having a dom and having an owner. Explain the difference between having a dom and an owner. Oh, what a dom is, or what an owner is, because a lot of us know what doms are on a, on a podcast, but they never know what an owner is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it could, it depends on how you feel personally, because a lot of people, they have, they think, um, think of something in different ways, but it's basically the same thing. But me personally, I think like an owner is somebody who has like, you know, total or somebody basically who somebody who takes care of you. I'm trying to choose my words wisely because like it can it can go so many ways. But somebody who takes care of you and you know makes sure that you have everything you need, they help you and guide you out, you know, guide you through what you need. Okay. Or okay. you know. I like that. I like that answer. Um okay, so I know that you're a pup and you identify as a as a pet. What's the difference between being a pet and being a furry? Because I know a lot of times people get those mixed up. Oh, you like to wear costumes. Can you kind of break it down the difference between being a pup? I mean, being a pet and being a furry. Well, here's the thing. They they both have extreme similarities, but there's like a thin line that kind of separates it. So like I would say that like the difference is like with being a pet, there's like pet play, animal play, and it's kind of like the same on the furry side, but like minus, you know, the anthro and things of that nature of like the furry side. But like in my case for like pet play or animal play, it's like a person who likes to take on the personality and like aesthetic of an animal. And basically, if you have like the traits of a cat, or I should say a dog, a traits of a dog, you are basically loyal, playful, um, and things like that. You know, you like to you like to play around and you know just do a bunch of dog stuff. You know, okay. and it can, it has different like um, levels to it of like how extreme it is. And that's like the same thing with furries, but with the furries, um, basically it's it's like you have from the bottom to the top. So basically it's like normal, I guess, quote, you know, mm-hmm. quote, yeah. quote. I, I and then you. to the most extreme is where at this point you, you was in a full body um, suit. <laughs> you know, there's like different yeah. tiers to it. I've seen that. My first my first interaction with furries was actually I was watching CSI and they did an episode with you who got killed. He was a furry. I was like, oh. CSI? Yeah. I must have missed that episode. Yeah, you did. It was a good episode. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So, okay. Being at your pet, what are your top three kinks that you have? Like, if you, when, you, when you meet somebody in their first bed and you're like, hey, what are your top three kinks? What are the three things, kinks that you need to be satisfied? Like to be satisfied in just like the the pet area. Yeah, I mean in all areas, just like okay, like these are three kinks. You be like, okay, look, everything else is just discussable, 
but these three things have to be on the the table before we can even continue. Like for me, edging, spanking, and uh, role playing maybe like my three. I'm like, okay, these three things should always be on my platter. Okay, I see. So like for me, it would probably be like you will have like I like oral fixation and I like I do like role play too sometimes. It depends on what it is. But um dang that's what mostly is. Like, right. Huh. <laughs> Yo, for y'all who I'm don't trying know to this. go through it. Which one is the best? But I like oh. toys. You have to be okay with that or whatever. And that's crazy. I don't even know if that's like a is there like a word for that? Like but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So oral fixation, toys, and hmm, I'm trying to think one like this guy role play, but I want to say something different, like not for like just me, but like they also have to like like something that could be like towards them. Okay, so all right. How important is vetting to you? <laughs> From my experience, it's completely important because like if you don't know what you like the person you're working with and how they think and treat other people or act, then you might be setting yourself up for failure. So just imagine just, you know, like, okay, you're my dom. And then they just be like totally some, you, they end up being somebody you actually don't even like. And then they was basically just talking crazy, like saying stuff that you wanted to hear and then don't be about whatever. So uh-huh. that's not good. You both have to agree on, you know, everything, so. Or, you know, like come up with a, a middle ground or something. So you don't want to walk into something completely blind. Like it just don't feel good. It's like feeling feeling like wasting your time. So it's better to get to know the person, hang out with them a, a little bit or something. Because you're going to be messed up if you don't know this person. You think you know them, but <laughs> that is you'll serious. see. All right, you'll Pop. See. So would you consider yourself poly or would you consider yourself monogamous? <laughs> I would just say monogamous for sure. That'd be the first thing that everybody, you know, you so, know, knows. It's just like something that's always there because that's what you know. You know, the first you only know what you know. But I, I wouldn't mind, you know, dabbling into the poly lifestyle. But I feel like I myself personally, I would like to do more research about it, and you know, so I can be more educated and not go in blind. You know. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, so if you had a dime and he rolled up with a, he was a new dime and he brought like a roll newspaper, how would you feel about that? <laughs> he bought a what? Like a roll, you know how they do puppies. The roll newspaper? Yeah, like. Right. Um, I would, I mean, like, how would I feel about it? Like, what are you supposed to do? Just walk up and tell me with the newspaper? Yeah, I mean, like, you do something bad, they roll up with the newspaper and be like, bad pup. Okay. Like, okay, um, I would be okay with that. Look, I mean, I know that's somebody so funny. Be like there. thinking about it now, but like probably in that moment, I would probably be like, you know, uh, in pup mode, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Look, I just had to ask. So, being that the two other people we've we've had on the show were in dynamics, we must ask: Are you in a dynamic right now, or have a play partner? I do not. Okay, next question. Are your DMs open for for that? Yeah, of uh, course. Hey, like, listen, the viewers want to know if your DMs is open. So just in case I didn't want nobody to be like, villain, 
I went in her DMs and she shot me. I'm like, hey, look, I'm just going in. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it was clear. Hey, y'all, y'all know that her DMs is open. So you can go ahead and slide through and, you know, shoot your shot, do whatever you need to do. Um, so that's so funny. But yeah, sure. You know, like I've been just focused on myself and stuff lately. But, you know, if somebody, you know, whatever happens, happens is what I always say. So like if something hit, you know, the spark happened, you know, I ain't going to be mad at you. Uh, I understand. I understand. Um, So would you prefer to have a new Dom or a Dom that's been doing this for a minute? I would like to have an experienced Dom at this point. One that's experienced in like the specific position of being like a handler or owner. Okay, so what's a handler for the people who don't know? Because we have a lot of vanillas that come up here. There's basically, well, they kind of the same word, but basically your teacher or guide and someone who, you know, yeah, yeah, like a trainer almost, you know, okay. like a, a pet trainer. Or would it be like, um, I know in the Dom world, we have like, you're under protection from that person. Would it be something like that? Mm, that can go into it, but not exactly. Like, there's tears, like you can be under protection of somebody, but like, you know, not like all the way. <laughs> no, okay, all right. So it's like that's like a, a totally different something else. All right. Um, okay, when you're when you're vetting and you're in a negotiation with somebody, what are some signs that you okay, I'm not gonna ask that because I don't want no no people to try to, you know, manipulate the situation. Um <laughs> you know some people take this information over they'll run with it. Um Yeah, don't be running. All right. <laughs> um I'm gonna think of a quick question real quick that I have for you. Okay, um, being at your pub. Okay, what are your three? What do you identify as? Like, I know I identify as a dom, a primal, and a quote unquote brat tamer, but we're not we're not gonna argue that one right now. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we're not gonna argue that one. I, I, I've contested that one, but people say I'm a brat oh. tamer. Uh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, I identify as basically a, like, I feel like I have too many titles, honestly, but to be basic with it, a a submissive domestic pet. Submissive domestic pet. Or whatever. Or just pet. We ain't got to have all the extra. Just a pet. Just a pet. I'm a puppy. That's it. She's a puppy, Keep it simple. Boom, bang, powder. That's what you get, okay. a puppy. But you don't identify as a little, do you? I do, but I was trying to, like, not put all, you know, this, 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 and be like, who are you? I'm this, this, this. What do you mean? <laughs> but basically, if you want the long version, I'm basically a middle okay. and a pet. Submissive. Boom. Right. Long version. Would you ever, would you ever do a master? A master? Yes. Like, mm, only if I feel comfortable to the point, like, I feel like I had enough education on, um, you know, myself and the things that I'm into. And I feel like I've done enough learning 
to be ready for a master because who's to say they not even ready for me, you know? Or like who's, who's to say I could even handle whatever they're giving, you know? I would like to be at my most prepared be. before, you know, engaging into, you know, that type of territory, you know? Uh, I would yeah. like to be the very educated before, you know? I feel like I'm still in my learning phase and I would like to just be ready. So are you open with your lifestyle or is it something that you do kind of behind closed doors, but if people know, they just happen to, is it, is it one of those situations if you know, you know, or is it, hey, everybody knows? It's basically if you know, you know, because a lot of people, they just, it's basically like acting, acting for like consent to the public, but you can't really ask everybody, you know, everybody don't want to hear about it. So only like exclusive people know like people who's interested people who you know who wants to ask me questions you know I, if I feel like um I mean if I talk about it and then they be like you know okay then sure why not but certain people that you know for a fact is not okay with it it's like why even bother with them all right quick question would you go back to the vanilla world no <laughs> no <laughs> no no, no, no. We don't know her at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Blocks. <laughs> we don't know her. So are you vanilla? Fall back. For real. Do you still For have, real. Do you, when you have a, a vanilla hit you up, do you kind of just curve them or you, do you let them know, hey, look, this ain't really what you want? Um, I kind of like just try to, because, you know, I don't know if they vanilla or not. You know, they just, you know, hey, hi, hello. So I just kind of like throw some little hints at them and see if they can catch yeah. on. If you ain't catching on, oh, yeah. then bye. I'm sorry. I'm about to. <laughs> I yeah. can't continue with this conversation because it's basically over at this point. <laughs> I've had to do that before. You know, you, I'm talking to somebody and they're like, something, I'm like, hey, what you think about this? Huh? Don't worry about it. Why are you asking Right. That you question? already confused. This ain't for you. <laughs> yeah, this ain't for you. This ain't for everybody. Um. So, okay. Do you. Are, do, do you consider yourself owned by yourself or are you just freelancing? Because I know a lot of a lot of people when they're in the lifetime and not owned, they call it themselves. So would you consider yourself colored by yourself or are you just not colored at all? I'm I'm not colored at all. I'm just trying, I'm just basically doing what a I guess a single person would do. I'm just chilling, you know, like whatever happens, happens, whatever comes my way, comes my way. You know, I'm basically just going with the flow, you know. But um self-collaring? No thank you. So <laughs> I would first. prefer for it to be collared by someone. If somebody you know, but I'm just doing what I do. If somebody collared you, would they have to provide a collar for you? Or would you prefer to already have yours? They would have to provide the collar. Just like if you got the rings at the wedding Okay. Give me the collar. So would you have, you have like a play <laughs> collar and then you have like an everyday collar or is it just interchangeable for you? Um, I do have play collars. I have a few play collars and I do have some other like everyday collars, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I actually don't even wear my everyday collar, you know? Fair enough. Not all the time, at least. If it go with the outfit, sure. But, you know, it depends on how you feel on the day. People feel like being in puppy mode today, then here we go. So do you do you have vanilla friends? And if you do, how do they feel about your lifestyle? Or do they completely get it? Or they're like, oh, that's just pop? Um, I do have some vanilla friends. But, like, if they vanilla friends, then they should just be like, 
regular I don't, I don't know I don't know <laughs> but some some of them they have questions they question me every now and then because I'm like you know you're interested so I'm acting like you ain't girl you know you girl so they be like kind of sliding some questions I'd be like now let me tell you a little story here it goes and like how but um so they, some of them do know about it and they kind of interested into getting into the lifestyle and you know here I go let me provide that for you. <laughs> so question, being that you're um, in the lifestyle and a female, do you feel like that when people find out about it that they over-sexualize you? Um, all the time, especially being bisexual. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's all, um, I mean, it's just kind of like, if they don't really know, I mean, like, you don't always have to be sexual, but I feel like maybe most of it is, but low-key. But I mean, I don't really mind it. So I don't really mind it. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. Okay, okay. So it doesn't bother you. All right. I no, don't, not really. No. Do you? Okay. So when people get in your DMs, do you want them to call you pup, or do you have a problem? I know a lot of people, a lot of subs, and people have made a big stretch about using um identifications, like coming and saying, "What up, baby girl?" Because you know a lot of vanillas. That's what they do. They come in with, "What up, ma?" "What up, baby girl?" Do you, yeah. do you, would you rather them call you, hey, pup, hey, pixel? Yeah, just call me pixel or a pup, whatever, whatever you like. There's one of those, you know, because like, I don't know. If it's like baby girls, like you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You better stop, you know? So this, parking up the wrong this is always provided for you. So the name is always provided for you. Check for it. If you literally cannot see on the bio, the front page. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you know? Hey, they, they got to they gotta learn. Um, being that we're African-American, and I know our, our, our comrades are a lot of vanillas, and we, we both from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. How does that, does the Midwest, is, is there a big culture in, in uh, BDSM Rome in, uh, in the Midwest? Um, I wouldn't even know, especially since um, I'm introverted. So... I don't, I didn't get much like experience on the field, you know, the outer fields. I'm like, I've always been like an online submissive and I just started coming outside the field before like this whole pandemic or whatever. But then that was cut short. So (laughs) Uh, yeah, facts, facts. I'm not too sure, but I feel like it is. Being that we both started online, because I know when I first started doing my Dom thing, Excuse me. I did it um, online because I wasn't too sure about what I was doing. So I was like, I'm going to do it online because it gave me a safety net. Did you, do you rather do it? Would you still rather do it online or do you like actually meeting in real time? I like meeting in person. Like that was always my dream. It was my goal. Like, cause you can only do so much online, you know, and like say for instance, like they that you get a task and there's it's just like a task you cannot completely prove that was done but in person they could be right there with you you know and support you through the whole thing or whatever yeah it's just like it's way better in person you know yeah i did i remember when i did it when i used to have to do it i used to always be like whenever you get a task take a picture when it's done so i can have proof that was yeah that's one way to go go with it 
it's better in person, you know? You get to feel that connection and start building your bond. So you're not opposed to having a dom or owner that's, have you had an owner that, or a play partner that was not of your same race? Yes. Being into that next question, how do you feel about um, race play? I mean, it's not for me, but if it's for you, I mean, do your thing, you happy, just be safe, I guess, but it's not for me. You know, I know a lot of people like to fetishize the black race and how that go. Yeah, it happens a lot. But I mean, do your thing. If it's, it's what you are good with the for me, I, <laughs> I, I'm not friends. interested in the sorts. But, you know, do what you want to do. Yeah, Just be careful. Yeah, set your boundaries and, you know, all that stuff that go along with that. Okay. Being that you're a submissive, how long, I know, Don, I know for me, I normally have like a three week to three month vetting period. Do you have a standard for your vetting period? Mm, I feel like I don't really have one, but like it just depends on like I observe within myself. So I could just tell, you know, but it should be like five months maybe just to be safe. Or even longer. It just depends. Cause like you may spend like a month or two with somebody and still don't, you know, you don't see all the kinks and stuff that, you know, all the little flaws that they have. And you don't know if you're going to be down with the flaw or do you feel like fixing this thing or, you know, it might be something that you can't fix. And do you feel like dealing with that? And it's only been two months now. Do you (laughs) want to continue? So I would just try to do five months, maybe more. Or whenever you feel ready, just make sure you, you got a a good like base or whatever to go with, you know. Make sure you feel like you can actually know this person. Yeah, because like the back of your hand, you know. The worst thing is to get into a dynamic and you realize fuck fucked up. Yeah, that's is really bad. So honestly, like just please make sure that you are sure <laughs> okay do you um okay I, i'm gonna use i hate to bring up safe words but that's been a thing we talked about do you what safe word do you use do you use a certain safe word or do you just use colors um it depends on what the person because everyone has like a different style so it could literally be anything any Inanimate object, I don't know, some type of sound, a word. You could, I don't know, squeeze something or something with a sound. It could be anything. I don't have one currently, but I have had a few safe words. Okay. Um, how does your aftercare work for you? Like when it's when the scene's over and everything is done and toys is put up, cleaned up, whatever. What does pup need to feel? For her aftercare to be like, hey, you love me. Um, I need a shower or a bath with toys. Um, we lotion up, you know, get all fresh. I need cuddles, hugs, um, stuffy. What's the damn stuffy? Warm or cold drink like juice or hot chocolate or something like that. Hot chocolate. Blanket and uh, like 
words of like affirmation almost or just say really nice things for me to be reassured because I feel like I ask every five seconds like are you sure you like me you know <laughs> are you sure yes. I, I get that so, from myself a lot she's like yeah because I just want to make sure it ain't changed from the last five seconds you feel me because you know but you know just you know simple stuff like you know the regular regular old stuff you know Okay, right. All right, all right. So we got your, we got your safe, we got your safe word, we got your aftercare. Um, okay. Now, I, I, I never brought this up, but punishments. Is there any limits on your punishments that you have? I, we've never really talked about it. Like that'll probably be like in the next two or three podcasts. I'll bring that up. But I know, like, d- they're um, depending on. I know when I discuss my punishments with my person or the person I was betting. I, I did the whole, you know, depending on the degree of the infraction would curtail the punishment. Does the punishment have to meet the crime or does it matter? Or does it, or, do, or is it determined by what the dom feels like the punishment should be? Mm, I feel like it should depend on like how bad the crime was, but also like for like the after effects or or aftermath of the punishment. I like don't need any like physical like evidence that, you know, that a thing happened that was totally consensual, you know, so the vanillas don't freak out, you know, be like, oh my God, what's that? A bruise? You know, let's skip certain areas, but you know, bruise on my own. So bruises should only be in places that people shouldn't normally be looking at. Yeah, that works for me because I hate questions. Like then they'll have to explain a whole like, or like you know, no, no, <laughs> it's just too much. And then they, you already know how they're gonna react. So it's just like let's skip on that. Let's skip it. <laughs> okay, all right. I can respect that because at the end of the day, we all have regular lives we have to go back to, and the last thing you want to do is you, you know. You want to walk, you don't want your submissive walking around somebody be like, why you got scratch marks on your neck or why you got a whip right. mark? Like, what happened? We don't need no unnecessary alarm set off, please. Have you ever had that happen? Or like a scene happened and afterwards there were some marks left and you were like, oh wait, the note is, did it happen to you? And then you decided that that was something that had to be done or was it the other way around where like you just said, hey, this is, this is a note y'all. Like, this is a what? Like, this is a no-go. So, like, did you ever have a scene where, oh. like, there were bruises left, and then after that, you were like, you know what? This is probably not what we're going to do, or was that something you determined before you even mm. started? Something before you even start, honestly. Because I know a lot of times, times I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. Sometimes you get a little excited, and you be like, damn, my bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it happens. It, it happens. It's happened to me a couple of times. I was like, Oh, my bad. I ain't mean that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, mistakes happen. So, okay. Would you be comfortable with your dom having a cage for you? Uh, yes! Absolutely! Uh, we love it. We love to see it. Uh, yes. So would that be something that you get put in as a punishment? Like, let's say at the end of the night, the night's over, and they were like, go get in your cage. Would you want to be putting your cage as a punishment or just as a, hey, you're on the cage? The second option, B. 
I wanted to have like you know free range, but if it felt like he's gonna be as a punch, yeah, sure. So okay, when you're in the cage, do you want the door to be open, blocked, or do you want it to be open so you can come out and go as you please? I would say open, unless you know that's where the the punishment come in. She's locked now. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's some good drink. I'm gonna lie to you. I made that good. Um, <laughs> what what? I had, what is um, that? I had, you know, I could get Evan Williams. I had some uh, Sunny D and Evan Williams. It was, it was life. Sunny D. <laughs> they, I didn't even know they still make that. Oh, come on, God. You got to get some Sunny D. It'd be on point. But back to the conversation. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you on my phone because I know we all got things to do. So um, I know that, okay, so you're a pub. You've identified that. Okay, how does your middle style work? Cause we've never, like, we've talked about middle style, but we've never actually delved into what, as a middle, what age do you identify as? Um, probably because I feel like I change it every second. It's only about like one number. <laughs> <laughs> only by like one number. But I would probably say six to fourteen. Six. Okay, I gotta ask this question. I don't like to ask it, but I gotta ask it for you, Pope. Are you a dark little? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't think so. We'll, we'll end it at that. We ain't going to go into any more depth. If you know what a dark little is, you know what it is. If you don't, mm. maybe another podcast. I'll bring it up. I'm not going to bring it up tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I'm only, If you mean like aesthetic-wise, no. Okay. Um, is, there a, is there a sign? Is there a, like, a telltale sign that you are in your middle phase? Or is it just something that just happens and you're like, oh, I'm here? Um, I guess like once I have like, uh, like if I'm watching like, like uh, cartoons or something or listen to music, you can just kind of tell. Okay. And maybe my voice change a little bit. The way you talk, the cadence, everything. Um, yep. Like body language, all of that. All of that. All right. Um, Okay, what kind of dime or owner are you looking for? Just, I want generic. I don't want anything too explicit because I don't want people to try to use it to, to creep <laughs> in there and get the pop in. And you'd be like, damn, how do you do this? Because um, I guess um, straight but gentle. Or no, no, no. Straight but assertive. Or like gentle but assertive. So like a daddy dime. Oh, mommy down. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. We can go. We can go with that one. Uh, it's like yeah. so many times, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so many times, is. but that's just a regular. Like I'm like, how can I say this without giving out too much? You know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I understand. So we ain't gonna ask. I think we're gonna end this right here. Um, pup, would you please honor us by coming back again? Like, have me come, me? Yeah, we would love to have you come back another time. I mean. Okay, sure, sure, yeah. All right, well, look, my, my uh, partner, Twitch, couldn't make it tonight. This has been The Villain. That hey, was the pub. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>